Good morning, everyone. Welcome to my show. You are listening to Partners in Health and Biz, and I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. I'm so very happy you could join me today. Today is a wonderful, magnificent, fantastic day, unlike any other, because this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in this. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. Now today's show, in case you're wondering, I have prepared a wonderful show for you. And this episode of Partners in Health and Biz is called Making Exercise Fun. Making Exercise Fun. And in case you haven't heard and you don't realize you are tuned in to anchor.fm yes i'm no longer with pih radio on blog talk radio i've moved away from that and i've been doing i've been with anchor.fm for i guess about four months now maybe five months and it's really going well i love the platform but today's show making exercise fun because why many of you are not exercising because you're bored and it's not fun and you're doing the same routines over and over so change is good change is good yes if working out is getting boring then i'm here to help you learn to improvise and you'll fall in love with exercise all over again just as i have so question (laughs) when is exercising like playing jazz or cooking Uh aha can you answer that well it may sound like the start of a lame joke but the answer to this serious question is when you improvise that's right like jamming on the saxophone or making soup without following a recipe you can exercise guided by nothing more than instinct feeling or whimsy so take this bold step okay (laughs) leave your structured workout behind for a day or two and you'll flex underutilized muscles that's right because because if you're doing the same exercise over and over you're using the same muscles and there are other parts of your body that is not being exercised and you need all of the muscles in your body to help you lose you know working and moving in order to help you lose weight so be more mindful and feel re reinvigorated that's right reinvigorated it's the paradox of exercise you want to establish a routine which inherently means doing the same thing so it becomes consistent a respected uh, online running coach, Greg McMillan says, but you don't want the routine to become a rut. And see, here is the difference. Making sure that you're exercising on a regular basis, but you don't want it to become a rut. It's like, oh yeah, I did that. And it's, you know, so what I do, and this is a personal testimony, I exercise and I try to exercise every day before I start work because I have a sedentary job and I'm helping people with their Medicare benefits 
to um, I sell Medicare Advantage plans and I'm helping people um, save money and get more benefits, but I'm sitting all day and I get up and I do have a standing sitting desk and all and but for the most part I'm pretty much trapped to that desk and that computer that laptop or whatever doing my work right there of course there's lunch and you get up and I when I get up for lunch and uh, I grab uh, you know something light and then I go out and I walk for at least 15 to 20 minutes during my lunch break but in the morning before I start work I pop in an exercise video with a lady I love her name and she's not paying me to promote her her uh, video or her um, channel but it is on YouTube and the lady's name is Leslie Sansone S-A-N-S-O-N-E Leslie Sansone she's wonderful and she has a series of various types of uh, low-impact mid-impact high-impact mainly is mid-impact and high-impact walking aerobics yes walking aerobics with a group of people with music and it's she's very upbeat and lively and if you and she has a series of these uh, exercise videos some may be 15 minutes long for those who those of us who don't have time some videos are 30 minutes long and some are 45 some even an hour and but they're different ones and you can switch up and and uh different music and different routines and and just working out with other people and laughing and having fun so making exercise fun right okay so as long as you don't get into a rut you stay on your routine. You know in the morning I'm, I'm going to exercise and I normally do it, you know, during this time of the day and I normally go out on my lunch break and I exercise outside. So there you have it. So you're not getting in a rush, a rut. Or maybe you're going the same route every day if you're walking. Change up. Go a different way. See different, um, experience different scenery. So coach Greg McMillan says in his 16 years of coaching the one thing he's seen help every runner improve regardless of ability or level is varied workouts not doing the same same thing every time variety is what makes the body continue to adapt the muscles and joints enjoy it as does the mind and that is one of my favorite uh sayings mantras what i believe variety is the spice of life (laughs) and if you know me i love variety i'm not one for a rut and if i'm put even in a position where it's uh the same exact thing every day i'm not i'm not happy i have to switch up i have to do something um different and so i love talking to different people (laughs) because even though it's the same type of job but I'm talking to different people who bring more uh, insight they live in different areas of the country some people live in Hawaii some in Alabama some in Kentucky some in the Connecticut I mean all over Montana I'm speaking to people all over the country because I'm I'm licensed in 40 different states so it makes it fun exciting What's going on in in your neck of the woods? Um, What's happening with the weather in your area? What's going on in Colorado today? So 
spice it up variety so this isn't to say every workout should be a free-for-all even the best fitness regimens need structure but you can mix things up with some of this advice that i'm giving you it's important to to stick to the frequency of your routine but experimenting within that routine is a great way to build fitness and it may keep you coming back for more okay let's talk about yoga since yoga and pilates are so precise it may feel wrong to experiment with the movements but many experts agree there's plenty of room for improvision there's a wide range of possibilities and you can learn something by exploring according to joe miller who is he he's a senior yoga yoga teacher at om yoga center in new york city after all miller says one of the purposes of yoga is to change habitual patterns of holding the body and seeing the world. If a practice that was designed to break you out of your habits becomes habitual, improvising might be the way to break yourself of that habit. It's natural to feel nervous about tinkering with your yoga practice, according to Ellen Barrett. She's a yoga and Pilates instructor instructor and owner of the studio by Ellen Barrett in New Haven, Connecticut. You can overcome that by tuning into yourself, she says. You are the only one who can feel what your body needs and what it can do. Suggesting novices take what they've done in class and go from there. Now, This might mean starting out with a few rounds of sun salutations to warm up. And I love yoga. Yoga is is a wonderful way to relax and stretch. And, uh, And then assessing which way you want to move from there. These sun salutations. You can also come into a pose differently. Getting into a side plank from a plank position is different from getting into it from a seated position. The changes are subtle, but they can make a difference. Or you can position yourself differently within a pose. With the triangle pose, for instance, instead of reaching your top arm straight up, reach it alongside your ear or snake it behind your back and tuck it into the crease of your bottom leg. Even doing the asanas or pilates exercises in a different order qualifies. Improvision comes from being very present. Yes, that's what it means to improvise. Otherwise, it's routine and mechanical, according to Alicia Principal. Who is she? A private Pilates instructor in New York City. She says, let the flow happen instead of imitating. Then each workout becomes unique. I like that. Let the flow happen. Barrett suggests a few other ways to make Pilates fresh. Change the tempo. And that's what happens with Leslie's uh, video, walking video workouts. The tempo changes. It may be a slow beat that you're walking to, a moderate beat. It starts out slow, a slow, moderate tempo. Then it goes to medium tempo and then a high paced high speed tempo and then back 
moderating, going back and forth. So here are a few other ways to make Pilates fresh. Change the tempo at which you do the movements or jump into a mat class if you currently do one-on-one sessions on a reformer. How about those of you, and I'm one, I'm a swimmer. I love to swim. How many of my swimmers do I have out there? Yay, I think swimming is one of the best ways to exercise. Um, it improves your your lung capability. You're moving your arms, your legs, your, your head. Um, I mean, it's just a wonderful way, and you don't have the intensity of like runners that run and joggers and banging and hurting your knees and your your joints it's very nice so let's talk about swimming in the pool excuse me two of the most tried and true workouts are swimming for one mile or 30 minutes 30 minutes non-stop now i've never done that but (laughs) you can do it back and forth what a way to exercise. Actually, I probably have done it. I'll swim from one end of the pool to the other, maybe rest for uh, 10 seconds, swim back to the other side, and keep doing that until I've, I've done 30 minutes. That's easy to do. While this is good heart pumping stuff, it doesn't really make you a better or faster swimmer. Plus, your body adapts fairly quickly, so the workout becomes less challenging. If that's your style, you need to change things up. Yes. How do you do it? Devise a plan before you get wet. According to Rachel Comazar, she is an Olympic swimmer, personal trainer, and swim coach in Louisville, Kentucky. Don't confuse improvising with slacking off when you're tired. You need to go into a workout with a plan and stick to it. She recommends interval sets such as swimming 100 yards, four lengths in two minutes, five times in a row. And even if you're just a beginner, you can push yourself. You can also work on form and technique. Doing swimming drills allows you to hone a specific part of your stroke. Drills are the fastest way to change any pattern and swim more efficiently, according to Terry Loughlin. He is a head coach of Total Immersion Swimming. Okay, so, and if you want to check him out, he has a DVD called Freestyle, made easy, and you can find that dvd at www.total.total.t-o-t-a-l-i-m-m-e-r-s-i-s-i-o-n.net totalimmersion.net with only with one l total immersion total immersion.net okay just as it just as it sounds that's how it's spelled. Okay. Also, consider varying your stroke every so often. Yes, I like the backstroke, the breaststroke. Even a lap or two of butterfly can break up the monotony of staring down at your lane's black lane. Using equipment can do the same thing. 
yeah, I'll do a butterfly stroke, a backstroke, uh, all kinds of different water uh, routines. Um, haven't used any equipment, but you can use equipment. Swim with a styrofoam pull buoy between your legs to work your upper body more or grab a kickboard to isolate your legs. Yes, I've done that. I have done the kickboard. These are good ways to get a little more strength in those areas and get more power when using your whole body. You can also try kicking without a board, says Laughlin. If you're feeling adventurous, leave the pool behind and try the open water. Well, yes, I've swam in the ocean, I have, but recently with all these reports of a shark in the water, maybe not so much during the fall and winter, but I'm not going to get in the water unless I'm in on an exotic island like Aruba or in the Bahamas or Barbados or someplace like that where it's warm all year. But that could be something that's somewhat of a challenge, especially if you're dealing with waves, if it's um, a day when there are a lot of waves. So if you're feeling adventurous, leave the pool behind and try the open water. Swimming in a lake or ocean can be a liberating experience free from flip turns and defined distances. From June to September, Loughlin swims almost exclusively in a lake. He finds the change of environment is invigorating. And for the last five years, he's returned to the pool in the fall as a faster swimmer. He said, I can achieve a more subtle awareness of the water when I'm not counting laps racing a person in the next lane or looking at a clock by removing inessential things i get in better touch with the water so now let me tell you i have swam in the ocean when i was in the bahamas and i'm telling you the water is beautiful and we did some snorkeling and you go down and you see all the beautiful tropical fish and the different um, uh, water, such as uh, the different water algae and different things in the water, the beautiful specimens, it's wonderful. So I do encourage you to try that sometimes. Now, I must admit, <laughs> there was a diver down there with a spear to make sure that there were no barracudas that came to eat us up. <laughs> yes, I've done a few things to mix it up, variety. My son and I swam in that water <laughs> with a diver who was protecting us from this shark. But thank God we made it back from our vacation safely. That was about six years ago when we did that. All right, now, now the easiest way to reinvigorate a spinning routine, if you like to spin on a bike, you know, spinning at home. Yes, it's called spinning. You get on your bike and it's a stationary bike and you're going, going, going. It's called spinning. So to re reinvigorate a spinning routine is to take it outdoors. Yes, switch it up, but be prepared. According to Thomas Chapel, a cycling and triathlon coach in Mont Mountain View, California, he says, 
It's a different environment with additional hazards, so pay attention. A very a few safety tips. First of all, know how to brake. <laughs> very important. And how much distance you need to stop. Learn riding etiquette so you can navigate traffic safely and know your limits. If you've been riding indoors for 45 to 60 minutes, don't head out in one direction for two hours. Who says, according to Chapel, who also advises bringing your cell phone and some cash and your ID. You never know. Just so be prepared, right? Now, once you feel comfortable outdoors, you can work with different intensities, cadences, and terrains. A simple improvision technique is to vary your route and add hills. That's right. That'll put some muscles. That'll give you some muscles, won't it? That'll strengthen that body. You can also try cadence drills, which means pedaling at either higher or lower than usual revolutions per minute. If you normally ride in a moderately hard gear, lighten up the resistance by riding in an easier gear, suggests Chapel, who is also author of Base Building for Cyclists. Velo Press 2006. Try to be smooth in your pedal stroke. Don't bounce in the saddle and keep your upper body relaxed. To do the opposite, pedal at a lower cadence. Head for a moderate heel and use harder gears. Doing this one or doing this for one or two minutes at lower than usual RPM builds leg strength. To play with intensity, push your pace into various zones. For the bulk of your ride, cycle at a pace easy enough to carry on a conversation. But every so often, pick up the pace until it's comfortably hard. Do intervals. Ride five minutes at a comfortably hard pace. Then ease up to ten minutes. Ease up for ten minutes. And then go faster for five minutes. Varying the workouts keeps them interesting and creates different stimulations. All right. And then, of course... Finally, how can we forget running and walking? One of my favorites, walking. And if you, many of you have followed us because my husband and I have an organization, a spiritual organization called A Walk of Healing. And um, you can find that, find out about that on our website, www.goldenvoicesunlimited.com. Uh, www.goldenvoicesunlimited.com of course .com (laughs) so if you love to walk or run but are tethered to the treadmill head outdoors that's what we do we walk in nature we walk one behind each other not side by side no talking enjoying nature meditating Studies have shown that running a distance outdoors burns more calories than the same distance on a treadmill. But that's not all. Being outdoors in greenery is a stretch, a stress reducer. Um, we draw energy, energy from nature. Now, you might even exercise longer outside than indoors. I do. 
In addition, walking or running on outdoor terrain, especially trails, works the small muscles of your feet and ankles and can improve balance, making for a more dynamic workout. Whether you stay indoors or go out, sprinkle <laughs> in some intervals or pace your or pace changes. Uh, Macmillan calls them surges. You simply change your speed occasionally instead of going at a constant pace. For example, if you typically walk four miles in an hour, you should increase your pace for 30, 60, or 90 seconds every so often. It doesn't have to be long or hard, but it has to be a change. That's why I love Leslie Sansone. Even small changes can stimulate the body to get more fit, explains Macmillan. After you've warmed up, walk or run faster for a minute and then return to your normal pace for two minutes. Then continue alternating for 20 or 30 minutes total. If you're not a clock watcher, surge (laughs) your pace at every other telephone pole along your route. The great thing about surge workouts is the options are endless. That's right. Slower, faster, shorter, or longer rest intervals. You name it. Now, another way to spice up your runs or walks is to be playful. Because remember, and if you're just tuning in, <laughs> this episode of Partner Partners in Health and Biz is called Making Exercise Fun. Right? Okay. So, another way to spice up your runs or walks is to be playful. There's no rule that says you have to run for an entire workout. Vendum suggests doing lunges up a hill instead of running. Or do a set of squats once you reach the crest of a hill or a couple of chin-ups when you find a tree with a perfect bow. Incorporating different exercises brings a lot of texture to your routine. And I'm not talking about the tree bark. (laughs) Uh, So, um, but it breaks up the monotony. Take off your blinders. Check out the environment. Make it fun. And that's what we do with the Walk of Healing. But it's very relaxing again. And if you're interested in joining one of our Walk of Healing workouts, which will be start back up in the spring, um, we walk from October. Well, we start in the spring, March, April, May, June, July, October. And those are the six months that we walk outdoors. Of course, if you're interested in learning about the Walk of Healing uh, walks and perhaps maybe starting one of your own, please email me. And you can email me at partnersinhealth at verizon.net. Partnersinhealth at verizon.net. And again, Earlier, I gave out the wrong uh, website. (laughs) The website is www.partnersinhealth.biz. Partnersinhealth.biz. 
Um, and uh, and I do have another email address. It's goldenvoicesunlimited at gmail.com. Forgive me. Sometimes it takes me a while to wake up, but I am here. And uh, so you can contact me. Also, if you would like to be a guest on my show, I would love to interview you. If you have a business, uh, maybe it's health and wellness, or maybe it's uh, it's some type of a, a business that helps others. As long as it's a business that helps other people, I would definitely be interested in talking to you. You can email me and let me know that you be you like to be a guest on my radio show. And uh, the best email address is partnersinhealth at verizon.net. All right, everyone. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. Until next Saturday, stay healthy and business savvy. Ta-ta for now. Have a blessed day.